It's Laredo's Party Station. We're Hot 1061. My name is Sammy the House. I'm alongside Monica. It's SNM at 10. And we're on the line with Alfonso Gomez Rejon. Good morning, Alfonso. Good morning. We're very excited. And, and before we get into the obviously what we're going to talk about the movie, uh, let me just tell you that Monica and I are huge fans huge from a fans. long time. Monica loves Glee. I love American <laughs> Horror Story. Both, yeah. And we yeah. both love. The house that, I mean, sorry, the town that dreaded sundown. Oh, that's so My slasher movie, yes. Yes. That's a great movie. And you know, I'm glad that you say slasher movie because Monica and I grew up on slasher movies. And there hasn't I did been, too. Yeah. I did too. There hasn't been a good one in a long time. And let me just tell you, we love that movie. You know, people dig it. I know. Not a lot of people saw it, but uh, but it was it was great fun, and and people like it. Yeah. So now, the shots in the movie when I was watching it, it just looks so beautiful. That that yeah. one, the one shot that that actually fades into a flashback. Oh man! That's oh, crazy. you really did. You really did see it. We really yeah, we did, did see it. See it yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. I was telling Monica about that that she, that scene that it goes it goes directly from into the house into a flashback yes. of the house. It's a beautiful shot, and your work is amazing. I mean, we've been following oh, wow, you for a while. Thank you. Yeah, and. It, it's funny, every time, I mean, you, you get on Facebook all the time because we're bored. We got nothing to do. And people are like, <laughs> right. what do I watch on Netflix? And I'm like, the town that the dreaded sundown. You yeah. need to see it. So, yeah, man, we're really, we're really <laughs> thanks, thanks for that plug. Yeah, you know I'm plugging a different movie, but I appreciate that one. We don't really talk about that, but 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 uh, I've noticed that over the years, I, I you know, we started making some top ten lists and top ten horror lists, and, and then people are slowly discovering the movie. Uh, it was just too weird for, uh, for them to release it nationwide. They thought it was too much of an art movie. Movie, uh, but it's getting—it's having—you it, it, know—has it its fans. So I appreciate you talking about it. We, we do, we love it. But of course, we're, we're here to talk about <laughs> this amazing movie. Before we we actually ask you about the movie, me yeah. and Earl and the Dying Girl. What was it like to get a standing ovation at Sundance? Well, it was it was um, one of the most beautiful moments of my life. And what made it so beautiful was that I had my mom on my right, and all around me in the row right in front of me, all my friends from Laredo uh, awesome. that had flown in, all the friends I grew up with um some that i know i've known since birth and that was very very meaningful to me uh so the combination of just being at an opening weekend at sundance and having having that kind of reception we, we, we no one expected that none of us that worked on the film had expected that. we just finished that three days before and i was sick and i hadn't slept in three days and we just you just and, and now you're letting go of your baby and you're a mess, and uh, and then that then all of a sudden during the film you start to feel it's fourteen hundred people in the theater, yeah. and you start to feel it catching. And, and this is late January, and we had a one friends and family screening early October, so I hadn't seen the I hadn't seen the film with an audience in months. So uh, I was terrified, and then that happened. So yeah, it was a dream. Even when I look back at it, it still feels like a dream. That's awesome, man. Uh, you you yeah. can ask Monica. I'm always really proud of when a Laredo and does big and, and does awesome. So we're very proud of you as well. And Thank and you. we can just imagine the feeling that you had. Tell me about the movie, Alfonso. Yeah. Um, well, it, I think it, it's technically it opens today uh, wide across the nation in about 850 to 900 theaters. I forget the exact number. And it opened, I think, uh, there was a sneak peek in Laredo last night. Uh, I think it, uh, the last two uh, showtimes were, uh, were, were me and Earl. Um, it's a film, uh, me and Earl and the Dying Girl, it was based on a novel by Jesse Andrews, who also wrote the screenplay. And it's about this kid who's kind of coasting through high school and uh, trying to be as invisible, invisible as possible and avoid any kind of meaningful interaction so he doesn't have any kind of kind of have a conflict-free experience and just get out 
Um, and uh, early on in that, his last year at high school, his mom, who's played by Connie Britton from American Horror Story, who I knew of her from uh, season one, forces him to befriend uh, this girl who was just diagnosed with leukemia. And then that friendship ended up, ends up changing his life forever. And it's a comedy uh, with some, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know, it's a comedy with some uh, certainly darker and sadder uh, moments, but it's like real life. Uh, they both, those both emotions uh, coexist every day. And, and um, hopefully whatever people feel when they watch the movie is earned by the end. Which on all social media, if any, judging by anything from last night, Laredo's reaction, they love it. Really? How yeah, do you yeah, oh, just yeah. because of Facebook and all that? Yeah, it's all over there. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, people talking about it. So it's oh, getting great. well received. I want to say that it's not like uh, your typical oh guy falls in love with a cancer patient. No, it's not. It's, away. it's not a traditional romantic love story, right. but it is a movie about love and and certainly made with love. Yeah. From, from what I've been hearing, it's like the old high school movies from the eighties, yes. like the old Hughes movies, and it mixed a little with, of that. Yeah, yeah, mixed sure. with, with with a lot of reality. And I think uh, we like that when filmmakers put a lot of reality into to it because you identify a little bit more. I mean, everyone wants to go for the formula mm-hmm. and be like, oh, it was a great ending and, and awesome, the superhero won. But every once in a while, you like that reality and, and we're, we're really appreciative of that. I can't wait to see the movie. I have not seen it yet, but I've been oh, doing yeah. nothing but good stuff. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that because it is a tough summer. You know, we're, we opened the same weekend when we opened in five theaters. Uh, it was the same weekend as Jurassic World, which just happened to be the biggest opening of all time, yeah. you know? <laughs> but so every day, every weekend, there's another big blockbuster, but there is always always room for an audience to have a different experience and if you're going to see the Jurassic World or the Ted 2 you can also find time to see this one I hope and and, uh, and have a different experience I never depend on the box office I hate yeah. that I, I don't like that I'll go see what I want to see and normally you know it's stuff like this so I appreciate that I have not seen Jurassic World and I don't plan on seeing it anytime <laughs> soon uh, well, so I did want to ask you when you're filming something how do you get over that self-doubt that everybody has that oh man is it going to be good are we going to be are we you never do I'm terrified now uh, you never do uh, and I go to every before every, I'm here in Oregon Portland right now because there was a screening last night and I always assume the worst I just assume the worst people are going to walk out or the projector is going to break down something I'm just it's your neurotic mess but it's just about it's just the process of letting go which is hard because when you're a filmmaker or any kind of artist at some point you have to exhibit the work and then when you do that you'll be rejected or celebrated and you might be celebrated now and the next one will be rejected it's one of those that's the journey you just have to pick yourself up and do it again um, so you never get over it you know some, you have your good days bad days but um but I'm glad you Sammy, I'm glad you mentioned John Hughes because I remember when I was in Laredo when I was 12, I think, when I saw uh, the Breakfast Club for the first time, oh, 12 yeah. or 13, which is exactly the year uh, and the, the, you know the, the that those that critical year in everyone's life. Uh, high school certainly is the entire all of those years in high school are so critical to all of us. But um, and I, when I saw the you know Anthony Michael Hall on screen, I saw myself for the first time. I saw someone speaking my language and and speaking about my insecurities and and uh, and that was very very meaningful and and in talking to the younger generations uh, you know they see a lot of themselves in Greg Gaines who, who was played by Thomas Mann in the movie and I certainly see myself a lot in in, in Greg which is the lead character in you know and dying girl and and, uh, and that's why I wanted to make the movie because I really identified with him and his entire journey and and so but besides that uh, the other character by, played by RJ if I'm not mistaken RJ Kyler yeah, yeah. I mean his that, first movie ever yeah and that guy's amazing he's amazing he's, he's blowing up he just he booked an HP HBO movies, booking another movie. He's 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 the next. Well, hopefully, I think the entire cast is going to do great. But RJ just just came out of nowhere and auditioned and saved the movie because. He was the Earl of my movie, but we had no Earl, and we're two 
two weeks away from shooting and they're about to shut us down because you know every day every day that you're that you're prepping a movie and you don't have an actor it's a lot of money and people on payroll and and but eventually he sees this kid out of nowhere just moved from Jacksonville Florida to uh to uh, L.A. and submitted his tape, and he was perfect. And and, uh, and I'm glad everyone's seeing that now. And he's another character that people are going to be able to identify with. Alfonso, real oh, quick. Oh, definitely. Wh- when do you rest? I don't. <laughs> and everyone's worried about me, but they keep saying that. Even when I get sleep, they say you look tired, so maybe I've just aged. But, but, I, um, I, but I love the work, you know? I love working... I love uh, this journey. It's been so, I mean, I don't, I don't know when I'm going to have a journey like this again. Probably never. This has been particularly special to everybody involved. Um, and, uh, uh, but I don't rest. You know, you just move on to the next thing. I, I can't wait to be on a set again and, and be shooting 14 hours a day. You know, it's the greatest experience. You can see it in everything that you do, Alfonso. You, you really do enjoy your work. You can tell because you put a certain kind of finesse into it and we see it. What I'd like to know is, and, and every, every director has a little signature something that they put on tape what is your signature if you don't mind sharing that with us i don't know i don't think i don't approach it that way you know i don't approach it that way i love i certainly love the camera and expressing myself with the camera and, and uh and being aggressive with it sometimes and i'm not afraid of that uh, but this movie is that certainly for a while at the beginning and then it, it starts to be quiet and quite still but i don't know i don't go into something trying to put a signature uh, my signature into it, but i do go into it wanting to uh not take the easy road and, and do traditional uh, classic uh, coverage i want to uh, which is yeah. like, you know, how you shoot a, a scene with like white shots and mediums and all that. Sometimes that's appropriate, but there's always, I always want to challenge myself and learn something. And, and, and that's what American Horror Story, why that was so much fun, because every day I could experiment. And sometimes I would fail all the time, but uh, you learn something from it, you know. So, I, but I don't go into it to trying to put myself, uh, trying to put a, a specific stamp, you know, because then yeah. that's forced. You're forcing something onto something. This is true. Well, you have beautiful shots. Alfonso, thank you for taking the time to talk to us this morning. I don't know if Monica has another question for you. I just wanted to know when the final print of Me Earl and the Dying Girl came out, when you saw it and you got the round of applause from people and everything, were there still some little things that you're like, oh man, I wish we could have done this? Oh God, yeah. Oh, yes. I went back and, and tweaked the sound level of one little thing in the film five times until they literally told me we can't do anything more. Yeah, you're always, all you see the mistakes and then at some point you just have to uh, accept the mistakes and that's the best you could have done at this point in your life and hopefully the next one will be better. And, but yeah, you always see the mistakes, but, uh, but I won't tell you, I won't tell you what, that, what those are. <laughs> I was about to ask you, yeah. where's the tweak? We want the inside info from the director. <laughs> no, 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 but they all do, you know, they, they all do. And, um, even American horror stories, sometimes you move so fast that there, there are times that they, it's aired on TV and there's a crew member in the background, but you, it, it's so fast and it's quickly cut that you, no one ever notices it. But of course I always do, but no, this was fine. This was, you know, it, it's it's a specific uh, film that, uh, but yeah, as an artist, I think, uh, you know, there's so many wonderful artists in Laredo that they'll tell you the same thing, you know, even when they, they're painters and <clears throat> musicians and they have to release their work at some point because there are people that have to work. You, sometimes you work and work on something and you're afraid to let it go, but you know, that's part of the journey. So every time you have to let it go, you see all the mistakes, but at some point you just have to let it go. And well, what, uh, it what is kind, what it is. What kind of advice would you have for, I'd say young filmmakers or anybody in Laredo outside of Laredo listening? Well, look, <clears throat> I left Laredo in 1990, uh, which is a, it was a much smaller town back then, as you guys know, mm-hmm. but I, there were never, I never felt like there were any limits there that there was any, it was anything I couldn't do. I was never, I never felt like it was more or less than anybody else. I just because I was from my hometown. So I don't understand that argument because, uh, oh, you're from Laredo. You know, you, you go out and, and seek your own opportunities and find, uh, uh, find them, uh, find those uh, lucky breaks. 
Um, and uh, so I just think you have to dream. It's okay to dream big, dream huge, you know, and just keep going. Um, and uh, so no limits after, and no matter where you are, where you're from, you could basically accomplish whatever you want. You just have to, it's, it's sometimes, it's a lot of dedication. And certainly as in the art, in the, in the arts, there is no easy answer. It's not like you go to a film school and then you're going to some kind of deal at a studio immediately after that. Sometimes it takes 20 years of, of hard work until eventually eventually you, you, someone gets to hear your voice. So uh, just be patient, I think, and, and, and try to be authentic and, and not try to make something because it's a trend or because you think you'll make money because you're, you'll get lost in the mix. You, 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 know, you have to show your true voice and find your voice, and that sometimes take time, it takes time. And, uh, and that's how you stand out, I think. I love that. I love that. Alfonso, Monica and I, we're proud of you. Laredo's proud of you. And you're just doing amazing work. Please don't stop, but do get some rest. <laughs> yeah, well, one thing I'd love to say that the, the film is dedicated to my father, uh, Dr. Julio Gomez-Rejon, and, and that's very important. Uh, everything he did to Laredo when he uh, founded the, the mental health and ment mental retardation system there. And uh, so I, I love by doing this, it keeps him alive and keeps people talking about him and remembering him. And that's very important to me. That's amazing. And we'll definitely spread the message as well for you. Alfonso, thank All you. Right. Can't wait to see you in a few weeks and yes, good luck. Yes, see the film. Yes. yes. Continued success. Yeah, the, I'll be there on the 16th. We're having a benefit to try to raise money to, to restore the, uh, the Plaza Theater downtown. Yeah, and we heard all about it. It's going to be a great event and if you can, if you have some time, why don't you stop by the show? We'd love, love to hang to. out with you. I would love to. All thank right. you. Thanks. All bye. right, bye.